what a fabulous time of worship we've just been able to have. And I just want to start by honouring our worship team who have just been doing an amazing job through these times and uh, what a blessing they are to us. But this morning, I'm going to be taking a bit of an inventory. Once a year, we want to look back over the year and see and celebrate the goodness of God in our midst. We are a church that believes hope can exist in the darkest seasons when we look to Him. God's faithfulness in the past motivates hope for the future because we can remember God is consistent and trustworthy always. In these times of uncertainty, it's even more important to look at how God has moved in the past as a prophecy that He has yet more to do in the future. There is so much more. We know that in the kingdom, there is no scarcity, there is no lack, there is nothing broken, there is nothing missing. I was tempted to think this year that we didn't have so much to report on with the lockdowns and interruptions and things, but actually once I started to sit down and recount all the amazing things that has happened at Harmony Church this year, I was quite overwhelmed with the goodness of God and how many things that we've been able to bless Him with and bless people with. So this is kind of a highlights reel for the year. And uh Thanks, Alan, for that amazing video. It was incredible, and I just love seeing your work, and uh, we're just so blessed with how you produce these consistently great videos. Your work enhances all the messages so well. So we are blessed with our staff. It is such an incredible team. And uh, this year, we've been able to welcome Alicia Ridgen and Harmony Kids. She's uh, involved with the Sprouts, Under Fives, Serena Booth, uh, with Harmony Kids, 5 to 12-year-olds, with Michaela Fraser as youth pastor, and Matt Waite as operations lead, all new on our staff team. They're all making a big impact in the different areas. And you can see the staff team up here on the screen. We've seen God's hand this year with all the different people who have come in, joined us and stepped up. We come to the end of the year with a profound sense of thankfulness. So much, grateful, so much gratefulness for what God has done this year. In Hebrews it says, Every house is built by someone, but God is the designer and builder of all things. And then I want to read from the Psalms. The Lord is good to everyone. He showers compassion on all His creation. All of your works will thank you, Lord and your faithful followers will praise you. Yeah, come on, let's bring up a raise of shout of praise because that's us, our faithful followers. We raise a shout to God. They will speak of the glory of your kingdom. They will give examples of your power. They will tell about your mighty deeds and about the majesty and glory of your reign. For your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. You rule throughout all generations. The Lord always keeps His promises. He is gracious in all He does. Let's just pray together. Lord, as we 
uh, look at this reflection. Lord, I just pray that it wouldn't just be uh, a, a recounting of the year, but that there would be life and breath of the Holy Spirit and encouragement for everybody who's listening in Jesus' name. So as a family, <laughs> we've had a number of highlights too this year. We started the, the beginning of the year with a family holiday together. Family's a big priority for us, and we are so grateful for all of our kids and plus ones as they love us and share the journey with us. It's not always the easiest being pastor's kids. And I always believe that God has great blessings for them. His hand is on their lives as they are part of our household. March was a beautiful time with a joyful marriage of our daughter Saskia to Wairapō. We didn't lose a daughter, we gained a drummer <laughs> and very hungry neighbours next door. And then in July, we were blessed with our first grandchild, Francis Lawrence David Hookendike, who we got to dedicate to the Lord this week. David and Beck are incredible parents already, and we're so happy for them. In Psalms 145, it says, Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. No one can measure his greatness. Let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. So the beginning of the year, we were able to start the year with 21 days of prayer and fasting. And as part of this, we also joined in with the huge uh, event in the Christchurch Town Hall called Open Heaven. There we joined with two and a half thousand other Christians from around the Christchurch area. And we partook in a time of corporate prayer and worship and praying for our city and for our nation. It was powerful. And then young adults, they had a retreat. It was off the grid with about 70 people enjoying Late Linden, deep conversations, fun on the water and walks and worship. Sam and Amy Nimmo are our young adults pastors and they have, an they have been an incredible addition to our team. Their gifts of hospitality, faith and worship are such a gift to this church. And we thank them for all that they're doing. Retreat was followed up with a very special night of worship in April. And then when we find ourselves at Easter, and it was Easter camp. And this year, we had a lot of the Harmony team, where there's not many people back here at Home Church, but the Harmony team were involved very much in running this, as well as having a good number of our youth attending. We've seen a flow on from the youth coming, also continuing to come to church. And since that, and we love having them here. So a shout out to the youth team for walking with them. Matt Waite now heads up Easter camp, and I hear he calmly organised another great camp. Jonathan was on production, Joe Taylor, Matt Greenwood, Steph Hall, Simon and Charlie, Alan, Rose and Warren were all there to serve around 3,000 youth from all around the South Island and helped introduce them to Jesus. Great work, guys. All those sleepless nights were well worth it. And I'm aware that I've probably missed some people, so please thank you for your work. It was amazing. Following the Easter camp, we were followed up with Martin Steele and we had a kingdom weekend. Kingdom encounter night we started with on the Friday night and a seminar on the Saturday. And he challenged us with words like, can a nation be discipled? 
and about churches becoming influential and empowering ecclesias. He says you measure a church not by its size, but by its influence. And he encouraged us to be God's image and bearer and to find the golden people. We moved on there. We had a men's breakfast with Daz Cheetle. It was a powerful morning with many lives being changed as a result. And uh, yeah, lots of people got to hear the good news. It was fantastic. After a long-held dream, we were able to establish the healing rooms at Tapuna Manawa. We were able to host Julie Calvert, who's the National Director for Healing Rooms New Zealand, and she led a training day with those interested in being trained and equipped. We now have a team of 12 that are regularly ministering at Tapuna Manawa, the second Saturday morning of a month and fourth Thursday night. There have been many special moments as we've started on this journey and an amazing team is working together so well. We've had reports of people coming who have received healing. We've even had people who've got nothing to do with church, who are not Christian and they've come and they've had prayer. And isn't that, I think that's amazing. At Tapuna Manawa, uh, that's 198 Antigua Street, our amazing facility down there. We also have the Sozo team operating, which is really led so well by Vicky Flaum. They have held 115 Sozo appointments in this past year. That's incredible. Uh, these are words from Vicky. She says, the things that stick with me the most are the wows that I hear. And so often as people finish, I feel so much lighter or I feel so much freer. I want to give testimony to God that He always shows up. He always touches people where they often didn't even know that they needed healing. He is faithful to us as sozoers to give us the right questions to lead people to the places that He wants to take them to, to touch and to heal. Another thing that we often hear is, how did you know that? It's so lovely to let them know that we didn't know that, but God did. Shane and Julie Turner and team, they lead out the Branch Out team. They feed about 40 people every Thursday night. That's around 2,000 meals a year. And they would also do a couple of emergency food parcels every week, around 100 a year. And during the last lockdown, they delivered 67 picnic baskets, picked up meals to 35 different addresses. That was a great effort. Man, these guys are amazing. And then we have the Axe School. And people are opened, it's opened and it's a fantastic facility. They're also involved in feeding people every week and distributing food parcels. The team there are led by David and Hilly Moot and Rachel and Tim Lowes, Danny and Wan Lin, who have now moved back up to the North Island, uh, plus others are doing an incredible job there. In June, we had our annual Heart for the House. Now, this is a time where we focus on, uh, on our house, and I'm just so pleased to hear from Gus today that uh, we've now received $72,500, which is 70% of the promise that was made. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, everybody who's contributed to that. That's incredible. Then one of my highlights was the International Food Fiesta. 
We had around 300 people turn up uh, and participate. It was a very popular night, a very busy night. We're a church that embraces internationals, and we love the nations. There's a growing number of international people coming to Harmony, and we love it. Let the nations declare the goodness of God. In August, we had Wild, Strong and Free, the Women's Conference. Now, it was amazing that we were able to sneak that in. And we had over, yeah, we had 100 women attending, plus staff, uh, attending the conference. We had mostly Harmony women speaking, which is incredible, which says about the depth and the breadth of the talent that's in this house. And uh, yeah, God is raising up people. Once again... We found ourselves, though, in lockdown, and my lounge and bedroom are taken over by cables and speakers and cameras. What a blessing to have these guys all in our bubble. So we've got Johnny there, and then we have uh, Sass, Waidapaw, Fabian, and who's my other child? Jonathan. (laughs) So it's... um, During this time, we really realized that we needed to be investing into the tech team. And so we've uh, spent a wee bit of money because we realized that this scenario could go on a wee bit. Uh, And Jonathan's taken the lead on that and has been doing an incredible job. His main role now is in production as he stood down from the worship pastor role uh, as tech takes up all his hours currently. During the last lockdown, after conversations with friends who no longer attend any church, Jonathan had a vision to record an informal conversation with Gideon around life and theology, and they called it Bubble Dutch. We've been amazed to hear who's watching this and from where. People's lives as Gideon and Jonathan have conversations are being impacted that span generations and multiple topics. Every week, new questions are sent in for the team to answer. So it's a great wee thing to supplement during the week. Uh, If you haven't seen it, I just really recommend that you have a wee look on YouTube. This year, we've seen a real development with our kids team. And we're so happy with Alicia and Serena taking lead predominantly in that area. They've had several events. There was a great event in the Christchurch Botanical Gardens where we ran all around. Uh, And then there was the great Harmony Bake Off, which I didn't win, but I thought I had a good entry. (laughs) Uh, So that's been great to see that all developing that whole area. Another area that's been developing is dinner parties with the young adults. And this is where the young adults are meeting in homes and they're having a word and worship and just a fun time together around food. And it's just an amazing time where they can uh, meet and deepen their relationship with one another and with God. One of the other things that I loved doing this last year was running the School of the Prophets. We had around 40 people come for that to be trained and further equipped uh, in the prophetic gifting. This is a great group, and uh, part of that group uh, were part of the prophetic appointments that we ran at camp. And we're looking to develop that further to offer that down at Tapuna Manawa alongside healing rooms as well. Alpha has continued on, and we have a great group currently being introduced to Jesus. 
Stu, Jazz and Steph and team are leading the way in doing a smash out job. Sophie and Shem Love and Andrew and Lily Garrett, they led the Alpha pre-marriage where we had about 30 people attend uh, the five-week course. Some of the couples were actually already married but said they got lots out of it as well as those preparing for marriage. And then we led into Soul Tour Part 2. Now this was led by... um, Produced by Matt and Belinda Stott, but we kicked off with a weekend with David Riddell from Living Wisdom. And this was an amazing time where he just spoke truth to us. And uh, he started with uh, the topic of trusting wisely. Then we went into finding forgiveness, which Stu preached a great message on, assertiveness that Belinda preached on, and then how to deal with difficult people, which Matt Waite preached on using a a memorable door uh, here on stage. It was empowering and challenging for many people. We got to November and we're wondering, are we going to be able to do church camp this year? And yes, we did. We could. Uh, We weren't sure if it was going to go ahead, but we did get to go. But only, sadly, with 100. But with uh, the 100 that we were there with, it was a fantastic time. Joe Taylor led point on organizing the team along with Joss and Matt, Jonathan, Serena, Alicia, kids team and oh, everybody else involved, there's so many more. I just want to say Joe carries a phenomenal positivity and enthusiasm that's really infectious and she's a very highly membered of our highly valued member of our team. So it's a great time of getting to know people and have encouraging input from Matt and Renee Lansdowne and to go deeper together in the things of God. We're stronger together. But also have lots of relaxed space to enjoy the beautiful surroundings, hot pools and lots of fun parties. Normally we would aim at doing camp every second year with a big day out in between. But at the end of camp, somebody started a chant, 2022, 2022. 2022, 2022. So I I think we kind of got voted for camp, church camp 2022, back at Hamner. So make sure that you put that in your diary already because I'm hoping that we're going to have 300 people there next year, at least. Uh, So it's going to be a great time. Our goal with camp is to build community, to mix up the generations to meet new people, have great conversations and honour God together. I think we achieved that quite well. Throughout the year, we've been so excited to have multiple healings taking place and lots of people being introduced to Jesus. Even in this last few months, we've been amazed to see lots of new faces coming along to church. And even in the last four weeks, we've seen 15 salvations, which we're just celebrating. That is such great news. But as we finish this year, which has been a very interesting year to say the least, we can look ahead to amazing new opportunities as God continues to grow us. I read a post from Norma Cloud recently. When we gather to Jesus... He unites. But when we gather around issues, we divide. 
It's okay to have differing opinions, but to allow them to divide us reveals we've stopped gathering to Jesus and our issues become higher than our love for Him and each other. Let's continue this next year to be focusing on Jesus. In Matthew, we're encouraged, steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. Biblical hope depends on Jesus because He is our living hope through His resurrection. Our mortal lives fade and die as He also died. But the life of Jesus is indestructible. He is alive and is always offering unending, incorruptible life with Him. We begin entering this hopeful way of life when we stop trusting in the world's fear-based advice about how to survive and we start trusting in Jesus' love-based invitation to come alive in Him. What incredible opportunities are open for us in 2022. No one really knows what it's going to look like other than that we know we walk with the person of hope. What would it look like if we truly, truly sought God's kingdom first and walked how He has called us, giving Him our full attention? This year, we have seen fruit as we've kept partnering with Jesus and what He wants to do. I believe that the next year is going to be even greater. I'm believing for a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit on our city, on our nation, as we continue to pray and seek God for the things that He's wanting to do in our midst. I believe that the year is going to be even greater with more lives changed and transformed. More people saved, healed, delivered, more people growing in their relationships with God. 